and welcome back to the second episode of BYMS Backstage. If you haven't listened to last week's Get to Know the Host episode, go listen to that now or after you listen to this one. Today we'll be interviewing Mr. Freeze, the language arts and drama teacher at Bernardo. We are now going to begin the Q&A with Mr. Freeze. And the first question is... How long have you been teaching at BYMS? I have been teaching at BYMS for five years. Really? I thought it was longer than five years. Wow. Do you learn a new fact every day? <laughs> um, so you are both a language arts teacher and a drama teacher. How do you juggle or how do you make assignments for all of, for those both classes? Mm-hmm. Well, teachers have to juggle all sorts of classes, right? We have what we call preps. Right, and so you have different levels. So even with ELA, I have both college prep as well as honors, so those are different preps, and then theater arts as well. The nice thing about theater, um, when we are doing after-school productions, is actually having the class so that we can actually create and build and follow up in class, and then whatever has to get carried over into after-school, you know, that can happen as well. But when you've been doing things a long time, it's all good. It's just fun, right? It's just like, what's, what's, what's out? What's new? And it also, like, the classes depend on where the student interest is, right? I mean, the whole reason we're doing this podcast production activity is because you all spoke, and especially your group, right? You were the ones who were like, we could do this. We could create a shake break. We could create a podcast. We could do this. And I simply was like, do you really want to do that? You were like, yes. I'm like, okay, well, then let's do this. And so sometimes, you you know, you can make plans but just like in theater, right, you have to be able to improvise and be flexible and kind of go with the flow. And so the nice thing about this is that some students are able to go ahead and create productions as far as, you know, videoing if they want to actually physically perform. And some people feel a little more comfortable behind the scenes and would rather work in that capacity. So I think the important part as a teacher is just making sure every student has that chance to share their voice and follow their interest and their passion. What inspired you to teach drama? Well, my background is theater arts. I have a BFA in theater arts. I started singing at the age of three, and I've been performing ever since. <laughs> right? And, and I always, I, it always frustrated me when you'd have those teachers who had never had a background in what it is that they're teaching. And so it was imperative on my part to go ahead and have a history with that and not only have that career uh, prior to teaching and sharing, but also continuing. So I purposefully am collaborating outside of, you know, the education (laughs) path. And, you know, on my own, I typically go to New York anywhere from two to three times a year. I have people that I work with all across the country, in fact, all across the globe, depending on what the specific activity is. But it's just so important to know like what's up and coming and what I like and what I don't like because then I can bring it back to you all and share those interests and you can figure out what you like and don't like. And especially for those students that maybe don't have the opportunity to go see a show. And obviously things have been different for the last year and a half just because shows aren't really totally happening, right? We've got Zoom productions, but that's not even everybody's cup of tea. So finding a way for students to perform and and be playful, I've really relied upon those connections that I have because I'm asking, how are you doing this? How have you done that? 
do you have an example of that? Like, what can you share with me? What tips and tricks? You know, what's working, what isn't working? And so, as with anything, right, it, it's so helpful when you have that collaborative nature, which that is what theater is, but you continue with it, right? And um, just trying to, to serve everybody, right? What's gonna work best for everyone? Uh, what's a lesson you have learned while teaching? Hmm. <laughs> ah, do, do, do. I'm really the language arts little questions on you here. Full circle No, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm thinking, I mean, there are so many, like, because I learn something new every day, so it's like, what kind of lesson do you want to know? I've learned about TikTok. My students in the past taught me about, well, like, every little bit of technology that they're into. You know what I mean? Um, as well as what I have to bring to the table. So it just kind of depends. But I've also, you know, I get to know a variety of students, almost 200 students every year. And so they each teach me something, whether it be academic, but most more often than not, it's just about those connections that you have with people and those relationships and building upon that. And when people share and learn and grow, right? Uh, I'm, I'm constantly learning to say I'm just like you know one big thing that there is it's just that I'm constantly learning just like you <laughs> um, growing up what did you envision yourself doing career-wise in the future performing always performing always performing and and one of my the teachers that I worked with like early on you know she's like basically Teaching is a performance, right? It is, and you perform every single class period, right? You bring your tap shoes and you perform, whether it be you're entertaining, you're coaching, directing, etc. And I don't mean like directing a show. I mean like you're directing the class or you're coaching a kid, right? And that's how I see myself more than anything is as a coach rather than, right? I, I just, I don't ever want to be Charlie Brown's teacher. And that was a tough adjustment, right? Going into the pandemic learning with all this virtual information and how do you not be that because I can't think of anything more annoying I mean I can't stand to be in meetings where people are just like standing at their pulpit maybe they have one of those what do they call them I can't even think of it right now like the little podium thing of a jig oh my gosh isn't it just the worst yes. and they're just like womp, 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 or they're like reading from the slide and you I can read I can see it on fine on my own I'm good to go <laughs> Right? I don't need this nonsense. So it's just so infuriating when, you know, and, and I think that again goes into teaching, right? Like what, what do the students bring to the table? What does your staff bring to the table? And again, collaborate. How can we collaborate and, and make effective use of time, etc.? <laughs> okay, so we've talked a lot about your career and teaching. Now I wanna ask you a question, like what is your personal goal right now? Like what do you wanna achieve on your own? I need to work out more. <laughs> That's my personal go. I've been cooking a lot, but I've always been a cook because my mom like never cooked and it was just like, Ugh! and so that has been like a, always been a personal mission. But right now it's like, okay, I need to get active. I used to do cross country and track. Like there was a time. And then when the gyms are open, like I'm like there at least three days a week, 5 a.m., going for it but since covid i've been very like apprehensive and scared and etc yeah so my jean size is way bigger than it's ever been but it's all good i'll figure it out one day <laughs> 
So what are some interesting experiences that you've had with your students? <sighs> what has been kind of cool? I mean, there, there's a bunch. If we're looking at the language arts, you know, various field trips, that kind of thing, um, speaking once again to collaboration, I've truly enjoyed the opportunities to collaborate uh, with the high schools. When I've been teaching at middle school, when I was at uh, the high school level, collaborating with younger audiences. And then even here at Bernardo, having um, our tour show, our like trunken tour that we do every holiday season, where we would take our little holiday performance and go to four or five different elementary schools and perform at least once, sometimes twice at their, at their various venues which I think is so awesome. Not only, um, you know, obviously it's great for the little kids to like see, ooh, this is what happens when you get older, that's cool. Or, you know, but the students coming back and like getting to go to their old elementary school and like see the old teachers and like, oh my gosh, this kid has grown up and wow, look at this and look at what they're doing now. And so again, just, I guess that's really not only collaboration, but that building of community Right? I think the arts are imperative to uh, not only education, but also to our society in general. And it's so disheartening to see so many arts classes kind of go away, if you will, or people just not understanding the importance and value of them because they totally utilize right communication, creative thinking. I think people a lot of think people just think, oh, it's song and dance, it's this and that. Right? They want to they want to compartmentalize it. Um, and it is so much more than just one thing, right? It's, it's almost like, like, right? It's like kind of like a lifestyle, right? Because you, you do, you have to engage. You have to interact. You have to know how to communicate. And hiccups and hurdles are going to come up. But if you are able to talk it out or problem solve together and not just fly solo but with others, so, so wonderful. Especially, right, utilizing that creative thinking. Okay, we have been more on the teaching side, but for our last question is more of a fun one. What is a place you would like to travel to? <sighs> New place, I'm not sure. I'll need to like go look on Pinterest or you know someplace <laughs> else. <laughs> but I absolutely want to get back to New York because I miss it dearly and I'm tired of Zooming with my friends. I just got off of a Zoom last night. We tried to Zoom as often as possible, but it's just, you know, it's not the same. Uh, and then I truly miss London. I love, 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 love London. It's like one of my fa favorite places to be. And I have former students that live out there, work out there. And so I can't wait to like go visit them. <laughs> Hang out, go see some shows. Yes. Well, thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yay. Yay for us. Hey, have you guys heard Lily Hurst's new podcast, Ruining It? Yeah, I heard she films it with her sister, Gracie. On their first ever episode, Gracie and Lily tell facts and true stories of movies and musicals that you know and love. They talk about things that happened on set, and they also talk about things you may have never noticed. You can find their podcast in our description. You should go watch it now. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of BYMS Backstage. We hope you got to learn a lot more about Mr. Freeze.